0: Gang, pawn. ooh, yeah, Craig has Alright, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're going in there, alright. Mm. Official hello everybody, what's up, how's it going, it's nice to see you all, alright, forget about the past five minutes, that was just some uh, weird stuff, alright. That, that was our warm up in disguise,
1: <laughs> you know how every stream has the beginning thing where you're just sitting there, we like to make it a little more entertaining, so, you know.
0: <laughs> alright, how are y'all doing today, uh, yes, I am in my new computer, officially, finally, we're kicking and going. Let me it on that top. Um, so, we have a treat for you guys today. We have our first guest appearance for today. Bum ba ba bum. Da 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 uh, Dickus Khan. Now, I'm sure a lot of you, most of you guys know who Dickus is Khan is. He's a uh, he's be- beautiful man. He's a beautiful man. Um, he is a top Banjo Kazooie runner, 100%, mostly. And he also Legend. does Banjo Tui. Um, I think he's dabbling on. Donkey Kong 64. Please doubles with the donkey. God, please. Go, I'm sorry, Dick, if I was wrong, but I'm sure like all you guys have been dabbling in, in Donkey Kong 64 stuff. Um. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah, and he's gonna be our guest today, and we're gonna be mostly talking about um getting into speedrunning. That's our main topic for today. That's um, right. Um, I'll let's simply elaborate on that for you for you guys
1: yeah, so today we're We're gonna start with a topic and just kind of see where it goes the main focus I'd say is getting into speedrunning There's always a lot of questions when people are on the fence of getting started, you know, it's kind of confusing like what should I do first? Um, should I practice more do runs resetting and that kind of thing, but also Talking about finding a personal value in it. Because when you're starting out, you're so far from world record that, as cool as getting a world record would be, it's hard for that to fuel your motivation. But, anywho, we'll be talking about this more. Drumroll, please. Dick is Khan, Banjo
0: Kazooie, legend. All right. I would have loved to officially welcome D Man, the myth, the legend. Dick is Khan! What's up, baby?
1: You're still muted on Discord, but hey, what's up, baby?
2: I was indeed still muted on Discord. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Dick is gone.
1: Messing up the only thing you had. To...
2: Just kidding. the one thing. The one thing you had to do right, couldn't get it right. That's okay though.
0: Y'all make
1: mistakes. <laughs> we we're only 20 minutes late. Not too bad. We're we're making progress.
0: How y'all doing? Okay. Um. All right. So let's get into it. What do we wanna What do we wanna start off with? What do you guys have in your mind? <laughs> Oh, we got our first well, sub. No, not first sub. Resub from Dick is Khan. <laughs> Dick is Khan and sub. 22 months in a row. <laughs> the re-sub. loyalty. Um, Hell yeah. Giving us a away. Welcome back to the fridge, Dick is Khan. I love you, babe. Uh, Now, the alert did not show up on my stream, which um, I'm kind of confused about because when I tested it earlier, it was working perfectly fine. So whatever, at least the sound is there. Um,
1: we just need the sound that's all that matters at the
0: end of the day all right someone to send bits That's also not working bro. All right. Well, thanks for 100 tips <laughs> Dirtness all right, so let's get into it. What guy what ideas do you guys have in mind? What do you how do you guys want to start this off well,
1: right now? I have an idea in my head? I'm wondering about that shirt that dick is is wearing right now. That's a nice looking shirt What does that say on it
2: <laughs> man? You got a nice uh, tie on yeah, let me just get the tie out of the way This is the um <laughs> Blazing Wing Challenge from Buffalo oh, Wild yeah. Wings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I knew that looked familiar. The, uh, it happens to be from the Blazing or the Buffalo Wild Wings at In Herndon, Virginia. Actually,
1: yeah, that's pretty cool. So, when did you you did that challenge? Did you do it on your own?
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, I actually happened to um, to do this challenge as a as a um, a race, a speed run race versus simply.
1: Oh yes, okay, that's right. <laughs> I don't have my shirt though, unfortunately. I forgot. I actually, I was home this weekend and I saw that shirt and I was like, "Oh man, that's great!" And then I thought of you, and it, it put a big smile on my face. But unfortunately, I forgot to bring the shirt back up, so got the rock in the sweatshirt. But
2: I figured the blazing, I would wear it, uh, you know, in honor of the occasion, being on the Two Dads podcast.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. It's a pretty big deal, and that shirt is definitely a big deal. Oh, it's well. a big reward. But if I remember right, I think he only ate eleven wings. And you're supposed to eat 12, so could you elaborate a little
0: bit? <laughs> on
2: Well, let me tell you, that was that's not my fault. First of all, my wings, and I think I ate more meat than you did, anyways, because the wings that I had were like huge. And yeah, uh, basically the waitress brought out 12 wings for Simply and 10 wings for me. I mean, I still did it in like two minutes out of the six minutes. Yeah, we had, he
1: definitely could have done like 20 wings. And I died doing twelve. Like I definitely <laughs> didn't eat how much I should have. I like barely took a bite out of a wing. I was like, "Is this good?" And then, well, actually, they weren't even checking. <laughs> yeah. But I thought, I thought simply. Thrown one under the
2: table.
0: I thought simply was a master at that too. When I saw Dick do it, I was like, "This is no way." Yeah. This Dick no way. destroyed it. <laughs> and I happened to be next to you guys too when you were doing it, so that was a pretty good experience. Um, is that highlighted on your channel, Dick?
2: Um, I think it might be. If it's not highlighted, uh. I'll highlight it, but it, it's definitely still on the past broadcast, yeah. We streamed nice. the whole thing, the Wing Ching.
1: Dude, I had a lot of fun. That was a good time. I, would, I wouldn't do it again, though, I don't think. Not right now. I'd have to wait. Yeah, you've only done it like what? How many times have you done it all? I've done it twice, but I've eaten a lot of Blazing Wings, and they're, just, they're not good for your system the next day, you know, or that night, you know, coming out the other end, it's a little, it's a little hot. <laughs>
2: yeah. Rude been... Awakening at like five in the morning. <laughs> <Rude awakening. laughs>
0: yeah. I've been there for that many times um, when he plays and wings. <clears throat> okay. Um, all right, boys. Getting into speedrunning. Good topic there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Our, that, that was our introduction of Dick talking about Blazing Wings. Thank you for the 100 bitties. The 100 tits from. TV t- Trip TV Wriston. TV Wriston, I guess. Definitely uh, was hoping
2: for some text to speech on that one, I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so getting into speedrunning, boys. Um, well, Chibi. <laughs> should, should we first? Uh, what? I just love you so much. <laughs> All right. So, shall we talk about first, like the physical aspects of actually playing the games of getting into speedrunning, like um, like what is needed to start speedrunning, and like, it totally depends on what games you do, really. Um, what do you need in terms of equipment, and why you made the decision in the first place to start speedrunning? Um, I don't know if you guys. Uh, I'm sure you guys do. You get questions all the time in chat about mm-hmm. about getting into speedrunning. People think that they can they don't know how to get into it and they feel like they can't. They always say, Oh I'm not good enough. I feel like I can't get it. I mean I even had thought myself before I started speedrunning, like, can I even be good? Is it even worth it, you know? Like
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Definitely. Yeah, so what do you guys thoughts?
2: Well, I guess I could just share like how I got into speedrunning personally and then you know, talk about how other people could do the same. Yeah, um, I'd love to hear that story. So, Hit us with it. Yeah, I mean, I was just finishing up high school actually, so just finished grade twelve, and it was like the summer in between. And my brother was visiting, for he lives in Japan, but he came to visit, and he was like, "Dude, you gotta, you gotta check out speedrunning. You'll love it, especially Banjo Kazooie. He knew Banjo Kazooie was my favorite video game, so he was like, the, the Banjo Kazooie runs are like so impressive and so fun to watch.' And I was like, that. I can't wait to see that. So mm-hmm. he showed me speedrunslive.com, and on speedrunslive.com, if you don't know what that is, if you're watching just on Twitch because you follow Cheese or whatever, there's a website actually dedicated to housing like all the different speedrunners, and it's just a you can scroll through the front page and look for whatever game you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I was on there, and I would just go on there and look for Banjo Kazooie speedruns. Mm-hmm. I actually ran across a streamer called Mr. Weebles, who doesn't mm-hmm. speedrun Banjo Kazooie anymore, but he was uh, the first. Runner I watched, and he was really good commentary, really entertaining, and and I blew my mind to see it Banjo-Kazooie speedrun, because that's one of the games, for me, I grew up just playing it. Like, every year I'd want to play it again and beat it again, and and it was one of those games, like, Mario 64 is another one that I just like to play, even though, you know, through, through my adulthood, from my childhood. And uh, and so, at that, I, I watched speedrunning, specifically Banjo-Kazooie, for, like, for like a year before I even considered running it myself. And uh I just um yeah, I, I decided to run it on emulator first because you know, I didn't have a capture card. Dip
1: and your then... feet in the
2: water. Huh?
1: Dip your feet in.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and like just get a get the hang of the run. Luckily Banjo Kazooie wasn't too different on emulator, however it is much slower because the loading mm-hmm. zones are slower. But I didn't really care. I just wanted to try to do the tricks and get some runs in. And then over time, like it, I never thought it would develop into actually becoming one of the top runners eventually, but it was just like, I wanted to get better. I wanted to, I wanted to get, you know, improve my time. And it just happened where I like started doing it a lot more, taking it a lot more seriously because for me personally, I wanted to beat, I wanted to keep beating myself. That was my main motivation was to keep getting better times. It was always fun. So mm-hmm. and it was a way to keep the game alive for me.
1: So, have you ever had moments where you were hitting a wall? I think when we had our last podcast, you mentioned that that kind of thing had happened before.
2: Um, I've hit, yeah, it was interesting. Your last podcast, like the, the overarching topic was about plateauing. And I mm-hmm. thought that was really interesting um, because with Banjo Kazooie, I've had times where I couldn't PB for a really, really long time. And it was mm. really brutal. Like you, you hate to see like four or five months go by without getting a PB. Yeah, like, ridiculous. And and like I never felt of it as a plateau personally because I guess with someone like Stivity Bobo in front of you, you always know there's always ways that you can go faster and always ways that you can improve. I've never had a PB that I thought I couldn't beat. So mm-hmm. that, I think that was a bit, a bit of a different. I, I had a bit of a bit of a different uh, approach looking into that. Yeah, a bit of yeah. A I approach. think.
1: You said that you like you were looking at Stiv. Like, if he can do it that fast, then I could definitely find a way to beat my time.
2: Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, closing the gap on Stiv has been really, really fun throughout the years. And 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 the competition, the competition, but like from the other, the other runners has been really good. Like. Stiv kind of has this this bigger lead like three three over 3 minutes ahead of second place who is me and then like yeah. from second to seventh is like all within like want the same minute pretty much or like the same couple minutes
0: that 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 really uh baffles me like the idea attacking two guys with 500 bits thank you for the love babe you attack attacking two um, cons for the 500 bits pe- <laughs> so uh that, that baffles me the idea of like okay and i've heard you guys say it, you hag, king kc even that um i've heard them on more one occasion mention the fact like uh of best for example like you guys can improve your summer best much more like of best is pretty optimized but then you know i see stiff and then it's like a huge gap so i'm like so what why did why did why did these guys say this when Stiv obviously can can have a sum of best and a PB way better. So that obviously means that you guys can improve a lot more too. But it feels like, I felt like you guys thought that, oh, you can't really improve anymore. Um, and I thought that would be, that was kind of a bad mindset. But um, after seeing you, especially you play recently and getting all these PBs and getting a 205, I thought, okay, now uh, Dick knows what he's doing. He's on a good track. Um, and what you just said kind of just cleared that up. So... You know what's going on you know that you can improve you know there's always yeah improvement. it's
2: like there there's always this like obviously nobody's like a special god or anything like some people put more time and more effort and more work into things mm-hmm. it, it just like i there's there's just this aspect of like stiv has something above everybody else that like, he's he's very very good like no matter how much time and effort and work you put into it it's like i it, i'm not saying it's like I, it's it's a very, very, very crazy thing to imagine, like, getting to Stiv's level, for just from where I'm at already. I know I can get kind of close. Like, my sum of best is, re- like, right around getting into the 202 range, but mm-hmm. Stiv's, like, caking 201s now, like, all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Insane. Um, <clears throat> I mean, me and Simply went through the same process, I guess, when we were getting better. And then Punky always had the 142. He was always in, like, mid-142. And we were always in the 146, 145 range. And um, I guess it's kind of relatable to you guys. But I don't think me and Simply ever thought that we couldn't, like, keep getting better. We always thought that we could keep getting PBs and and keep improving. And then we did, especially when Simply got the one big, the big, huge PB, the 143.10. We were all like, okay, this is some serious stuff. (laughs)
2: Yeah. But like if we we got off a little bit, if you if you want to get back to like getting into speedrunning, right? Like, <clears throat> I think it's important at some point if you want to get serious and compete to get away from emulators. But uh, starting on emulators, I don't see much of a problem with just to dip your feet in and get and get used to the tricks. And uh, and when you can afford it, getting a capture card. Uh, if you want to get one for retro games, they're not really too expensive. The Dazzle mm. is one that people go to. If you have a little bit more money, every, a lot of people like the GV USB 2. Which is only about Those 50 bucks or something like
0: that. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, about MU. Yeah, agreed. It, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day, console you start playing on. Um, <laughs> it's a little different. It, it is. But, um,
1: but not like that big of a deal. A lot of people in the community and it
2: varies from game to game yeah, a lot of for people for instance in... like you wouldn't we we don't ban banjo kazooie runs from emulator because emulator happens to be slower, like so it oh, doesn't really? matter yeah it's for every loading zone is an extra four seconds, so oh my the God. lag reduction doesn't save any time because the loading like I think oh, on speedrun speedrun dot com speedruns live all. Project 64 two point something are banned because of lag reduction things and differences, mm-hmm. but specifically Banjo Kazooie emulator runs aren't currently banned because they're slower than console. Yeah,
1: I, I started on emulator too for Mario 64. Like, it's really good because I mean mo- I had an Xbox controller laying around. Like, what controller did you use when you started on emulator? Pardon? What controller did you use when you started on emulator?
2: playstation
0: 3 dual shock oh
2: god yeah oh god nightmares i started
0: on i started on xbox okay so i actually started playing on MU first i think it was like a few days before i actually started playing on vc but i played on MU for like a few days on xbox controller xbox 360 and uh, I was just playing the game, like, casually after watching Puncation stream a lot and whatever. <clears throat> and then when I played on VC, I thought VC was actually more of, like, a accepted console. Uh, because um, I don't know why. So I thought that, no, I should start on VC and not MU. But um, I started on VC with GameCube controller, and I played on GameCube for, like, five months, and then moved to VC for a bit after, and then finally in 64. But, yeah, like, what were you saying before? Starting on VC or VC or, or um, a VC or MU or whatever it is, it really doesn't matter. It's all about getting into the game and starting to get a feel of the game itself and speed running. Uh, the community a lot makes jokes about different consoles on MU all the time. And um, mm-hmm. I feel like... It's
2: like this ongoing kind of... Especially like I would say arguments between like all this kind of stuff.
0: Mm. Yeah, and a lot of the within the community, a it's lot of never yeah, a lot of the viewer community, like newer viewers who want to get speedrunning, see these messages and ask questions, and then people in the community troll by saying stupid comments like "oh, you sucks" or whatever. So they get this idea like, "oh no, I don't know what to do now because I don't have an 64, so now I can't start speedrunning." You know, it actually I think discourages people to start. Um, getting into it, if 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 people in the community would come more together and be like, no, it doesn't matter what console you do, it's okay, and be more be more encouraging, I think we will see a lot of more a lot more people getting into speed running into.
2: Yeah, I do think that um, I do think that runners should be encouraged once they get to a certain level by other runners of the same game. Like, hey, you should really move on a console. You're getting really good times now. Like, it's the time you need to start. Mm-hmm. You need to get used to it, and you'll you'll get even better. T- like you'll be taken more seriously yeah. and uh and i think that that's okay but don't like don't like rag on someone because they're running on emulator like
0: right and, and they're starting and that's almost unavoidable i think but i mean yeah i wish it wasn't that True. much but of we a...
2: us we encourage we, we encourage you know if you want to get into speed running we we all, all three of us want more people to get into speed running of course yeah
1: definitely <clears throat> Alright, so that's all the... about the new generation, dude. As long as you have the generations keep going, then you'll you'll flourish. But if there's like periods where it's getting drier, then you know right.
0: rip. Um Okay, so that's more like the physical aspect of getting to speedrun. How about like the mentality part, the mental aspect in in terms of like starting to practice and finding ways to get into the game, uh mm-hmm. finding Resources and videos and tutorials and stuff because that's always a huge um, topic that I have in my stream. People always ask me questions like that. What do you guys think about that?
2: Well, <clears throat> well, um, one of the big mentalities that I think people should like that I think should, is like a bad mentality is uh, that people just want to get into speedrunning to get world records, and that that's the only thing that would matter is to speedrun to get a world record. But uh, if you see speedrun.com, there's, you know, massive leaderboards of tons of people. And uh, there can be many different reasons to want to get into speedrunning and different value you can get from it. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, like, <clears throat> for me personally, I, I, if I were to rate the reasons I speedrun and the reasons I want to keep speedrunning from, like, the most important to the least important, I mean, number one would be that for personal, like, I want to beat my own time. That's always been my number one reason to speedrun. So hmm. I never even thought about like get beating world record or being a top speedrunner when I started speedrunning the game, even a little bit. And I think yeah. that's I think that's uh-huh. a nice mindset to get it. Do it for fun. And you'll have a lot of fun beating your own time. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the second the second most valued thing for me is competition with other players. Um, and I think there's a lot of great competition all throughout the leaderboards on different games and you know, compete competition doesn't mean like, like people always say, like, oh, competitive game, by the way. Oh, the world record's impossible. No one's ever going to get it. Mm-hmm. It's like, but if the competition I have with Hagenator is a really good example of like an extreme extremely good competition with like a lot of fun anyone who follows the banjo kazooie scene and who's watched me and Hagnator mm-hmm. know that we're just constantly back and forth on on who's ahead of who on the leaderboard right under like underneath div but like second and third place just back and forth constantly and hag yesterday was literally one frame from taking second place from me no way you gotta BB? he died on the last frame of the video game
0: what? No okay,
2: way. so oh that we should play the clip. We should, it's fucking
0: hilarious. Okay. Uh, no but uh, I'll play the clip, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, just go to Haganator stream, look up clips in the last twenty four hours and the best one's called Chokinator. But so he, he goes to do the ginginator and his time's ticking down. My PB is two oh five fifty one and he's like shooting so the end of Banjo kazooie speedrunning, the the time you you when you split I found it. Is when you, when you shoot a whole bunch of eggs into the statue, and you split once you shoot the last egg, and that's when you finish the final boss. That's when you beat her. So mm. he's, like, shooting the eggs in, and he has to shoot in the last egg, and he goes to shoot it, and the animation goes off, and then he gets hit by a fireball and dies. And it's like he would have he would have been second place if that egg went in. So um. just like, it just goes to show. And there's been runs all week last week. has been really crazy in the Banjo-Kazooie community. Hellfos got a new PB. Uh, yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, like three days ago. Uh, mm-hmm. He got a 206, which is, you know, two, I have a 205, he has a 206. Who got a 206? He's, he's less than a minute. He's less than a minute away from me now. His name's Hellfos.
0: Hellfos. I know and, that name.
2: Uh, you know, JC Tomo has a 20611, I have a 20551. Hag now has a 20614. All right, I'm not really that's sure. 30 seconds, and that's three people.
0: I'm not really sure how to. Uh... Put in when I use window catcher, it's just a black screen like we were. What was happening before? So, uh, oh no!
2: Yeah, you don't have to show. I, you get the picture, right? Like just the, uh, the whole thing. The whole thing about. Comp, I find a lot of value in competition with other runners. Some people might not, at all, find any value in competition with other runners and only care about the personal aspect. I definitely care more about that. But that's two. Like big. big, big, big run. I'd say my third. My three, third five, biggest motivation for speed three, running is you know I'm to stream, you know, it's my job and it's something I can always do mm-hmm.
1: like
2: uh, for for work, is right. to speed run a stream, that's a really big motivation for me which somebody could find that uh, right. as well Yeah.
1: so you've been you've been streaming since what was the time?
2: I started streaming like, I guess 2013, like a year after I started I was watching speedruns, I actually didn't even know what Twitch was for like that whole year just speedrunslive.com but uh, yeah, I started streaming like 2013, and it was it was banjo kazooie speedruns that I started with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't always do them, and it was I like it never t- I hadn't taken it seriously for the longest time, but uh, yeah, a long time I've been streaming.
1: Dude, I think competition is such a good point on motivation. Like, yes. it's anytime you complete a run, like even when you even especially when you're starting out, when you complete a run, you're like it's obvious you can improve it, right? Because when you're starting out, you're just making tons of mistakes. You're dying in every level. You're like, okay, yeah, I could I could die maybe one less time out of, like, 50, and then you'd still save time. But with the competition, like, me and Cheese had that same kind of thing that you and Hag, which has been so much fun to watch. Like, I've never been a part of the Banjo-Kazooie community or, like, uh, watched it much until I met you last SGDQ, And then I started looking into it and I was like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. And I looked into Hag, and then you guys have just been having this competition. Do you see it going all the way? You see your guys, like, is your motivation still really high as his motivation? Like, as talk often?
2: I mean, Hag literally streamed for 15 hours yesterday. Only Banjo Kazooie speedruns. And his only motive, the Hag is the example of someone whose only motivation is the competition. That's all he cares about. He wants to beat me. So bad. And we're friends. It's banter whenever we smack talk each other. But it's like, he literally streamed for 15 hours. He got a PB yesterday after that run he choked. Okay, so he had like four runs exactly the same going into the end game. Mm -hmm. And he lost them all. Except for one, he actually did PB. And he got a 206.14 from a 206.28. And like, he streamed for 15 hours. Just speedrunning Banjo-Kazooie. 100%. Yeah, it's,
0: dude, it was
2: only, and he got his two, two, his PB, his two o six fourteen, and he was like, "What a waste of time." He was so unhappy. Hag, he did one crap about PB.
0: He's been streaming so much lately, and that's what I. That's one of the things I love about Hag. Hag is by far the most, one of the most dedicated speedrunners I've seen in the past year or so, and that's it's it's really inspiring. People should watch Hag. If they want to get into speedrunning because that guy's a legend. Um I really loved how you broke out into like uh like your top three favorite kind of parts about getting into speedrunning. Um that was really really there's,
2: there's everyone finds different reasons to want to yeah. do it and different value and different things, which is why so many arguments break out. Like about things like leaderboards and whether it like and like some people get heated, competition and stuff like that and yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I really agree with the point that you made, especially on um, trying to beat your own PB, which is the first point you made. So basically competing against yourself always gives you more and more motivation. That's what I did pretty much. And then when I met Simply, the second point you raised is the one that was my main focus, where it was the direct competition between me and Simply, which is basically what happens between you and Hag. And that pushed both of us to, a lot to keep going Dude. and keep getting PBs. It, competition, like, it's a lot of fun to play the game
1: on your own, but socializing in general, like, once you've, you're a part of the community, it's a lot more fun. Like, you look even more forward to, you know, you start your stream, you see these names, you get to know people. But mm-hmm. when we were competing like that, back, we, were, we both had, like, 148s. So I feel like that's when I improved my fastest. Like, that's when I cared the most about the game. I was like... Every day we talk. Like, do you and Hag talk together while practicing the game?
2: Yeah, some, yeah sometimes all the time. Actually, yeah. When, when, yeah. Like, especially when like recently in Banjo Kazooie, there's been a bunch of new strategies found and time saves and route changes. Like mm-hmm. just out of the blue, there's been a lot. And so, like when when learning and getting used to doing these new strategies, because you know we have to keep up with the current fastest route, it's like. We'll be in calls like, how do you do this part, how do you do this part, you need to teach me this, I don't know how what I'm doing here, like, you get this every run, I'm I'm messing this up, like, so back and forth a lot of that, for hours we'll do that kind of thing, and we'll time things, me and Stiv as well, yeah, talking while practicing.
1: So, like, in your head right now, are you doing everything that you can be doing in banjo? Like, strat-wise, is there still a
2: lot left? I think mostly strat-wise, yes. But if I, I'm, I want to get. I have these goals, and when I hit these goals, I every now and then I will. Um, oh, one second, one second here.
1: <laughs> Just having a moment here.
2: Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Special, special Nobody was grandma. ready for it. it is that that. Grandma? Is casual, that grandma? casual delusional grandma um moment. Delusional grandma?
0: <laughs> what did she tell you?
2: It's like you've got some mail. Like oh thank you. I appreciate it.
0: You got mail. <laughs> what so was that
2: saying? Holy smokes. <laughs> uh, talking about
1: updating strats like you're you hit certain goals and then grab <laughs> right yeah and come
2: every time I watch Stiv stream or like there was a point where I would notice something he did that would I would save time like just from watching him I'd be like oh mm-hmm. now I'm gonna do that and you like there is a there is definitely a certain extent of I have no idea why he's so much faster than me mm-hmm. but like if if I were like I'm gonna get to this point where I get a 204 which is probably going to happen extremely soon because all last week I had many, many runs that were very, very, very close, which Cheese was probably watching some of those. Mm-hmm. But um, when that happens, I'm going to really study the world record, and and that's kind of <laughs> going to be fun too to do. I think that would be fun to do for anyone who wants to try to be competitive in speedrunning and get to be a top runner, like top 10, whatever. Okay. You, you study and you, you right. say, wow, I lost 10 seconds in this five-minute section. Mm-hmm. Where were they? And try to figure it out.
0: Right, that's exactly what I do. That's a really good point. Uh, I basically just used to watch Punk A play or whoever, and literally just see exactly what they do, and I'd be like, "Whoa, that looks faster! So let's do that." Um, especially with OT recently, I use that a lot. Watching ZFG and all these good runners, I just see how he does a trick faster, and then I would just follow exactly what he does. And then when you follow them, when you follow them, input by input then those inputs then become muscle memory. So then it becomes part of your natural gameplay. And that's how you get better progressively, but in a quick pace.
1: Yeah, I think watching videos, like whenever somebody asks me, they're like, how can I get better? Or I feel like I'm hitting a wall or I'm not sure what to do now. If you just take your video and compare it with, like, world record, like, side-by-side side especially helps frame a lot.
2: Frame is good. Yeah, yeah
1: dude, dude, get the frames. Get in there with whatever tool you need. Slow it down. But, like, I think there's also an aspect to speedrunning where it's learning how to watch. Because, like, when you're starting out, you're not sure why something's faster or, or, like, how you can tell what they're doing different that makes it faster, and that's part of, like, game knowledge. Do you think yeah. that that's something you kind of develop? Like, when I started, I, I watched Siglemic. And he had a 144, and I'm watching that. It's like perfect, but you know, now after playing the game, you see all the little things that kind of add up.
2: Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think you're right about that. I think a lot of it is the, if you're if you're thinking about wanting to get better, and you're like, I practice this over and over and over. I practice it like 30 times, and I can never get it. Well, you know, you mm-hmm. got to have good quality practice where you're actively thinking, like, why am I not getting it? Instead of just like ramming your head into the wall over and over.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's what so what people think sometimes. Like, and that's what it definitely looks like when you're practicing a speed run. It looks like you're just kind of ramming your head at it. Mm-hmm. But each mistake, you can take something out of that, and you can make the process of learning it much, mm-hmm. much quicker <clears throat> and much more efficient.
2: I just thought of something super important too for getting fin- into with speed running. It. Um, finish your runs. <laughs> you yes. See, like, you, yes. You'll be watching. You'll be watching your top runner. Like you, you're gonna get into speed running because oh man, you're watching the world record holder on Twitch live for six hours. He's the best. He, he resetted for six <laughs> hours, and you're gonna be like, nice. Okay, I want to get into speed running, and you're gonna make mistakes on your first run. And I see people reset, and I'm like, finish your first run. Finish your second run. A million percent. Finish your second run. The second mm-hmm. run is the best run ever. Like I, I when I learn a new speed game you definitely have to finish your first run, you definitely have to finish your second run. Then you can think about resetting maybe one time going for your third run, but, like, just finish runs for... Finish a lot of runs. Totally, agree. totally agree. You'll have way more fun.
0: Right. Yeah. It's so Always true. PB. Um, I see Pet, Pedicrous, who recently started playing Mario 64. He he finishes every run he does. Like, 90, 90% of the runs he does, he finishes them. And, uh... That's, I totally agree. It helps so much. And uh, even when I finish runs, when you're a top yeah. player and you finish runs, you feel every run you finish, it's a different experience in some way. And you always feel good about it. You always feel like it felt good you know, going through the mm-hmm. whole game. You feel like you somehow always learn something. Yeah. Um, sometimes as top runners, we have to like take a step back and learn and
2: be like, sometimes we'll reset you know, it, it's understandable to reset extremely early on for a stupid time loss, mm-hmm. but sometimes we'll reset like halfway through when our best possible time is still a PB and we yeah. could have been gods for the rest of that run right. never, like, and not made any more mistakes. <laughs> exactly. So like, don't reset when you still have the best possible time that can PB and that kind of thing is, it's hard having it? a, a, having a quick, like it took me years to get over like having a, an itchy reset finger, <laughs> but like, it's really good to get over that because you of all the top Banjo Kazooie runners, I don't think I particularly like. I don't think I'm much faster than people. Like honestly, I can name like four runners. I think are probably better at the game, but I am good at the end game when I get to it because I all oh, I finish lots of runs that I can't PB, and you need to fit. You need to do these things in runs. I heard
0: that from. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Hag himself who said that 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 Dick is con that you have. Um like, the most consistency in mid to late game, um, which is, I mean, you're kind of looking for that at the end of the day. You're looking for the consistency if you want to be competitive and be good in terms of, like, getting good PBs. It's all about, not all about, but the consistency factor is, like, probably the most important factor. So once you have that... At the that, end of the day. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so... Yeah, it's-
1: I think, um, there's also, which I guess people don't realize as much, or I, I don't know if you see it very, but you practice like, okay, in Banjo-Kazooie now with EverDrive, actually with Game Shark, can you practice well too, or do you need EverDrive?
2: Game Shark is okay, but EverDrive is a big difference. With EverDrive, uh, Shark you can reset the levels so that the Jiggies come back, so you can practice oh. Jiggies, which is super important, and like Mumbo mm-hmm. tokens as well, but EverDrive, Mittens, i got to give a big shout out to Mittenshug, it was recently, I think it was like a few months ago, he made a practice ROM that you can play on EverDrive, and it's like exactly as if you're playing the real game, and you can like loop, it's like, it's impossible to get save states on Banjo-Kazooie EverDrive the way Mario 64 has, Mm -hmm. Um, but he did the best he could, he made it so that between certain loading zones, you can loop those loading zones, and he also made it so that you can, have, you know, obviously infinite items, the Jiggies respawn, you can reset all the levels, you can teleport to any level you want. Like he did stuff that like nobody ever thought possible for many, many, many years for Banjo. And I think that's why in this last year in particular, uh, a lot of runners have really taken off and started getting really, really crazy good times. People yeah. don't seem to notice, but in the last year, um, it's hard to notice with, if you're into the, in the Banjo Kazooie community and you watch like all the top runners, everybody yeah. improved a lot including stivity bobo so you're seeing like everybody who's like focused on world record focused on stiv is seeing his his uh world records get better and better and people who are watching people like me and Hagger like oh my god you're just taking off so much time this year but it's like people underestimate stiv's improvement because he's always been the world record holder but this year mm-hmm. it's been insane mm-hmm. and all really? the top runners have had huge huge leaps it's true and I, I definitely credit a lot of that to Mittensug and his uh, practice ROM.
0: You mean this year as in like 2018? As in the
2: last 12 months, not 2018. Right. Okay. Of course.
0: Okay. <clears throat> Any more points in get into speed running that you want to point out or anyone who wants to point out? No, well, just, just to go ahead. for it. No, 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 You good. go ahead. No,
1: I, I, I insist, my okay, good man. Sure. With I, I was just
2: gonna reiterate the main <laughs> the things that I think are the most important, which is don't be afraid to run an emulator, find mm-hmm. value in, in beating your own times, don't reset. You know. If you want to do it for streaming too, that's fun. Stream. Right, there's a streaming aspect as well, which makes it more fun. By a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, it's like if you if you only cared about getting good time. Personally, I know that I would probably have a way better time if I never ever streamed and only did runs. But I love sharing the moment of the PV with like yeah. a stream of people. And the thing is with
0: the I, with I think without streaming, I would not have nearly reached as far as I did in the first place because streaming is like a lot a lot of the reason why it's so fun to be able to like do runs for hours and hours without getting bored hmm so i think it's a big part as well um but i do know a lot of tons of run especially in the mario c4 community they don't don't even stream or they stream um every once in a while without micro cam whatever they don't care they just love to do runs
1: mm-hmm. i think that's what what's part of keeps people going i mean that's that's kind of what kept me going like i loved mario I also had a stream, and like when it, when I could actually dedicate more time to it, because when you're generating revenue and it becomes like you're able to do it as a job, mm. then that's even more like positive feedback for you to want to do it. So I think speedrunning is definitely a lot of fun, and it's something that like I I enjoy a lot. But I don't know if only speedrunning would have like if I'd still be here. You know, if I was only speedrunning, I feel yeah, like Twitch exactly.
2: That's a good that's that's a good point. I mean, don't like. I always say like it's it's not a good idea to get into streaming to try to be a streamer and definitely like, yeah. job. I've al- almost every single partnered streamer I know had never had that intention and it just happened naturally. And almost every streamer I know who actively goes towards becoming partnered and, and like being able to have it as their job. Like and now that everybody can have sub button, that's nice. Mm-hmm. But I think that they they fail because they they're not really enjoying what they're doing. They yeah. Just want to do it? They just want to keep things. So yeah, that's not gonna work. I, I I think it can be cool to think like maybe someday, like if I get to a certain level and I'm really really good at the game, lots more people are gonna watch me. I think that's more exciting. And that that's a better way to look at it than thinking like I can generate revenue. Like yeah, it, it won't. It, that won't always work out. Long, not too many people have that work out.
1: Yeah, it's funny. And like you bring up the point how when that is their goal, it's like usually a failure because you're just kind of setting yourself up. Cause like when you, when your goal is something that's only in the future, like you can't see any of it right now, you're not doing any of it. There's, it's hard to find the motivation. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's exactly it happened for me. I was just having fun and like, you just keep going, dude. And eventually you're like, wow, I've come so far. Like you're third or sorry, second now. Yep. And like, you never had that intention. You just kind of keep going.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Thus is life. Thus is speedruns.
2: Yeah. And you might and speed might not end up being your thing. Yeah. If you don't feel the same, like super enjoyment from it on a personal
0: level. Mhm. So, do you, are you guys think that? Uh, do you guys think that we should start getting into the Q and A section, or you still have some more stuff to talk about?
1: No, no, I feel pretty good. I think we yeah. covered a lot of things. Oh, actually, I have one Hopefully more.
2: Hopefully, that was useful for people.
1: Yeah, one question I get a lot. I don't know about you guys, but people always ask like. How much runs should I do? Or should I practice a lot before runs? Like, is there a golden rule for practice to runs? And I don't really have a great answer for the question. I just, I kind of like when I started, I just did what I felt like, like I did mostly runs. And if there's something that I knew I really needed to practice, I'd be like, okay, let's go practice that. And then.
0: The, this is, I think I have a really <coughs> good, I think I have a really good example. Uh, thank you, Chundera, for Lisa, Bob. welcome back to the seven I'll go to the all right um, I a
2: fridge. Fridge,
0: yeah. fridge good fridge um <laughs> fridge <laughs> so i think i have a good example um again i'm going to talk about peter Chris as a good this is a good example he started playing Maury recently and he kind of died right into grinding a lots and lots of practice and um he got really good really fast in terms of movement in the game and getting actual speed but when he does runs, he, can't, he struggles really, really badly. He can't, he can't get a mm-hmm. great time, even though his skill level is high, much higher than his PB. Um, yeah, there's someone like that in BK as well. Right, it's crazy. <laughs> and it's, 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 always it's kind of simple how it works. Basically, if you don't do any runs in a theoretical standpoint, if you think about theoretically, if you don't do any runs, you don't have any consistency because it's all about mm-hmm. RTA practice for consistency. And if you don't do runs, you would not be able to have a good time. No matter. Yeah. What. No matter yeah, how I good think, you are, mm-hmm. because there's, you need there's to build a, that consistency. Yeah.
2: You don't know how many times you see it in speedrunning. If you're, I've like I've been a huge, I've watched speedrunning forever. Like all the different games, all the different runners. You mm-hmm. don't know how many times you see someone be like, I practiced this for four hours and I keep resetting on it. I can't get it in a run. That's the thing I find practicing something outside of a run and also needing to do it like. A bunch of yeah. times in yes. runs, it ha- there's two mentalities happening it is, that yeah. don't coincide, and it's like, oh man, I like for me it was recently. There's this new Gobi clip thing. I, would d- I did it for hours, hours, like literally five hours, and then, like the next day, like didn't get it, get it once in any run. And you just have to keep, just have it's, to it's, it's it's totally like true. practice and practice, and practicing runs are both really important. It's so true. So do you I do runs.
0: I had that same experience where it's almost it's crazy how you would practice one trick. Over and over again and when you're doing a run it's a completely different mindset like you don't know why either you don't mean it to be you don't want it to be that way but when you do a run it's just you feel and think differently when you actually approach the trick and I, I could definitely say out there that uh for any speed runners uh, I mean this is just my thought I don't know about everyone else but um when you practice a new trick you're bound to fail it in runs especially for the first few times. I think fa- yeah. fa- failing the tricks are a huge part of being able to do it consistently in the first place. So don't be afraid of mm-hmm. failing new tricks and runs because it's gonna happen. But it's good. It's not a bad thing because then that's how you build yeah. the 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 mindset and the understanding for it.
2: And that being said, like <clears throat> that being said, it's another good reason when when you when you have had something that you practice that's new that you haven't done in runs before. Don't reset before that <laughs> like yeah you gotta, if yeah. you've got you know you're gonna fail it in runs a bunch of times so right. you have to get there to get to get the practice of doing it with the run mindset it's great all right all right uh I'm, I'm good on that all right um
0: are you ready to start the q a section simply yeah all right boys let's do it baby all right so people in chat it is time for the q a whoever has questions Go ahead. We'll be we'll be here to answer them. And um, oh, we already have one. Okay. Um, Gwisht, Gisht, Gwisht asks any thoughts on why there aren't a lot of races anymore? That's a really good question. Mm. Uh, I think there is too much focus on getting PBs and war records instead of friendly, fun competition. It's funny you mention that because I literally saw a bunches of tweets lately talking about that specific thing. There was this kind of, not controversy, but a big topic was raised recently on that exact topic of the idea mm. that people focus way too much on war records and speed running and not the fun and just um, fun competition aspect, like you put it. Um, yeah, dude. Well, in terms of the, I'll answer the first part of the question first. Um, why are there a lot of races anymore? Well, I don't think anyone knows why. But it is true though. When I started speed running, at least in twenty fourteen, every day I was on Speedruns Live all day because there were always races. Every hour there was a new Mario C4 race, yeah. seven star bingo. That is a good point. I never race, really yeah. thought about right. Races were a huge part of speedrunning especially in Speedruns Live um, back in the day. Now it's. I mean, I haven't. I don't think I've visited Speedruns Live in a year or so. It's, I haven't done any races at all. There, I go there and I never see any any activity. Um, uh, no no dude it's it's yeah. hard races can be hard if you
2: want like, i have i have a point though if you do want to see races i think the big thing is that they would put there there's like tournaments and stuff always happening on mm. speed gaming uh, that i think is really cool and it does get a lot of viewers and a lot of hype it does. Um, yeah and that's we put that together and i think maybe those tournaments have just taken over the tournament lifestyle rather yeah. than just hey, buddy, exactly you want to do a race I mean. like no like they, they set up like a, a challenge.com and then the races mm-hmm. are structured on speed gaming not on the
0: streamer stream as which, much. which i think is amazing by the way i think the whole speed gaming and tournament stuff that's going on is Huge for the speedrunning community. But yeah. Yeah, tournaments
1: are sick. They're they're fun to watch. And I've been commentating on some of those matches and commentating's a lot of fun. They're really interesting. I mean, sometimes the thing about a race is like it won't be close at all. Like sometimes, you know, somebody just makes a mistake, like there's spots in the game where you can lose so much time. But there's been a lot of really good ones. And I think that's exactly what you're saying, Dick. Like it's it's still happening, but in a different form.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's 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 almost evolved because of the gdq kind of style of thing where it's like you Mm -hmm. have the race during the marathon i don't know it's like this bit it's got to be a bigger deal yeah than just like a fun thing but i actually do miss doing like silly little me too i think it's it's a great
0: thing um uh, there's
2: a good question here i see right after question
0: we didn't get to we didn't get to answer the second part of the question um which i think is a big topic I think there's too much focus on getting PBs and working instead of friendly fun competition. What do you guys think about that? Um, I think, well,
1: like, okay, look at Dick and Hag. Right now, they're, like, in a very intense competition for getting the best time. So I feel like they just want to dedicate all their time to doing runs. And, like, if you're doing a race, I don't know about you guys, but I've done races before, and, like, if it goes really bad, it kind of drains you. Like, it can be a little draining to do a race, and then you kind of, lose the energy you had for they to have
0: has to have a point to it that's more than just hey let's do a race okay fine three two one let's go you know when there's an actual point to the race whether for example marathons or tournaments mm-hmm. like the speed gaming tournaments or gdqs when there's the point to it then it's a whole different feeling then it's not about finishing the run you don't ever feel like you don't want to finish the run then it's about winning and then you actually care about winning and and you don't care about if it's a bad run or not.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: and, and yeah, if you're if you're on the grind for a PB, you're not gonna wanna like, and all you wanna do is runs. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. simply said before, yeah. exactly. you just that's get true. a
1: tunnel vision, dude. You just gotta.
0: So you're stuck. So why do you but guys yeah. think that there is too much focus on world records instead of friendly competition? Well, world records
2: or PBs. I think that's a good point. Is that mm-hmm. like too much focus on PBs? I think was an interesting thing he said, which. It's a, it, like I had a point where I got like a 210 at one point where I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I've got my 210. I finally feel like I'm a good runner. I'm just gonna do races now. I'm not even gonna try to get more PBs. I like where I'm at. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt like that in a really, really long time, but <laughs> if you if not everybody's feeling like that at the same point, then then the race mentality the, the mentality you want to wanna do fun races is gone because if even one person is like no I, I don't want to do races. I need to do grind. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's different yeah.
1: Yeah, you definitely need to You need to flip the way you're thinking. Like, There's so many times where I'd go into a race and be like, yeah, I'm going to focus on winning the race, but low-key, I'm like, you know, I just want to get a PB, so I'm going to try my best, and then I'd be playing, and I'd be playing good, and it'd be good, but then if I made right. a mistake, I'm like, well.
0: I feel like a lot of times people would think it's just fun to try to get a PB in a race because you're doing it with somebody else, um, hmm. but you're not actually thinking about it as a race, just, about, just thinking about it as getting a PB.
1: It's probably better to think of it as like a way to test your consistency, like, right. okay, you might have messed up this stage really bad, but let's see if you can keep the rest of the run going clean.
0: Precisely. Which is an
1: important, it's very important in speedrunning to be able to be consistent. But we got a lot of good questions coming in here. You guys see any on your mind?
2: Uh, well, the one right after Quished I think is a really important one based on our topic. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Can you talk about how much money you specifically had to put into speedrunning? And I would say for me specifically, when I was starting, I mean, I was already, like, a, I was, like, always on a computer. I was always a computer. Like, I had a computer, so mm-hmm. I didn't, like, get one. I could stream on that computer. You know, I had I had Git Internet already. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, I was, like, when I wanted to get into speed running, all I did was download OBS, download an emulator, and start streaming myself doing it on emulator. That cost yeah. me no money. When I wanted yeah. to get a Dazzle DVC 100, I found one on eBay for, like, 15 bucks. I got that? And then I, 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 when you have the capture card, at that point you have everything you need. If you mm-hmm. have the capture device, uh, if you wanna, if you wanna get into streaming specifically speedrunning, at a certain point you're gonna maybe want to get a mic. That's the next step. You mm-hmm. maybe want to get a face cam if you're into that. Not everybody even needs that. Definitely you want to get live split, but that doesn't cost any money. So, getting into speedrunning, you don't Pretty really cheap. have to spend. I haven't, I didn't put much money into speedrunning until after you know I already, it was my job and I wanted to make my stream look better.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That was more getting.
1: Yeah, at that point it's like okay, blue a yeti's like a hundred so I've put 100 in there cuz I wanted to upgrade my mic quality, but before that it was just emulator like you said, emulator and I had a controller laying around for free. But at some point if you're speedrunning long enough, I think you'll want to upgrade to console or like maybe not upgrade mm-hmm. but you want to like depending on the community and in and Mario 64 and, and is like
2: that much effort into it and you're that part much yeah. part of the community, you'll put the money into it.
1: Yeah, and that's I mean n 64 is like 40 bucks 20 bucks with all the cords the game is like 10 20 bucks, so Not even over $200 Total on speed on you, dude. You can get CRTs for free if you go to Craigslist. People are like, "Get this thing out of my yeah. house," and yeah. you're like, "Yeah, this is what oh, I need." Yeah. CRT <laughs>
2: never spend never spend more than ten bucks on a CRT
0: ever. Wow, I spent. Yeah. If I you spent do, you're
1: lot. getting you're getting bobbed unless I, it's super good. There's some nice yeah. ones like the flat. I mine I paid twenty four. Okay, to be honest, I, I I've gotten some TV free ones.
0: I, <laughs> I spent fifty bucks on my CRT. Wow. <laughs> because then I don't know. In Spain, it's not as common. Or maybe I just found a bad one. It's not like we'd have a Craigslist like crazy when people just have it all over the place um right me personally well it's kind of the same thing i mean in terms of getting to speed running yeah it's the same thing because we buy the same thing we speed run on the same console too which is we pretty much get the same catch card microphone and all that stuff so pretty much what they covered is it that it covers that question really well
2: mm-hmm.
0: um in terms of people who speed run hd games odyssey and that kind of stuff then you're gonna have to spend more money to get a better throw some capture bands. Card to get the hd capture yeah. card going and, and
2: unfortunately like for the hd capture card to be streamed would require a pretty good pc like straight mm-hmm.
0: up yeah and you need lcd yeah. and, and lcd tv you know mm-hmm. stuff like that which would be more expensive um like mm-hmm. quite a bit actually mm. yeah all right um Gosh, I actually I,
1: don't use conditioner. That's fine. my
0: secret. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, so we have a question directed to Dickus Khan, and he's the guest. So um, Tony Robin, Tony Robbins, he says, and Dickus Khan, what is the best way to get into Banjo-Kazooie speedrunning? I'm a big fan, by the way. you got a fan in chat, Dickus Khan. Fan. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, getting into Banjo-Kazooie
2: speedrunning, well, there is, there is a smasher 32 way back in the day made a bunch of tutorial videos and a a big old banjo kazooie tutorial however it has since become extremely dated you might still find some value in it i actually saw that tutorial
0: when i was learning in 2015 yeah
2: at this point honestly the best tutorial out there is Hagenator's tutorial on youtube he has a beginner's tutorial where he goes through the run and and tries to explain things as he goes and he does more simple safe strats throughout so you can get into it um, the crazy thing with Banjo-Kazooie speedrunning right now is that the route has transformed into this thing. It's kind I can kind of relate it to LBLJ route, like where mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to start learning Mario 64 with LBLJ route yeah. in mind, because that trick is extremely hard. Only the advanced runners are going to need to do it and it doesn't save that much time. Right. So with Banjo-Kazooie right now, the route is extremely different for top runners to save like one more minute. Mm-hmm. Um. But I would—you definitely want to look at Hagenator's tutorial on YouTube. He has a beginner's tutorial there, and also maybe find some value in Smashers. Ask questions. We have a Banjo Kazooie Discord that's public, and if you ask a question in there, someone will answer it really quickly. And if you're really, really struggling with someone something, don't be afraid to ask anyone for help. Like, right. it, it's unfortunately there isn't like a really solid, concrete tutorial on every little trick and and, and thing in Banjo Kazooie right now, but.
0: Again, you know, questions to get videos, ask questions, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the Discord for that reason is it's like the best thing that could happen to speedrunning because Discord yeah. opens so many opportunities in terms of help and resources. Oh, and speedrun.com, of course. Of course.
2: Speedrun.com for any given game you're going to speedrun. On mm-hmm. on the sidebar, your mod, whoever's like the super mod or the the person who runs that part of speedrun.com, well they'll put all the resources that they know of in that Tab, like right. get Bookmark that resources tab speedrun.com slash banjo get on that resources tab and just bookmark that and go through it and see what you need to do. Perfect. Um, that's definitely definitely a good start. There's a lot of good stuff there.
0: Perfect.
1: Yeah, um, I think mm-hmm. owed, I don't know how to say his name. Ode Me his question, like piggybacking on do you think tutorials, like on the topic of tutorials, do you think they're an efficient way to get into running or would you prefer just watching a high level run and learning from that?
2: There's different Uh, Watching a high-level run and learning from it can only get you so far when you see a trick And you have no idea how he did what he did. Yeah, exactly It just comes back to
1: questions asking routing
2: and and movement probably So like a lot of that you could learn especially for Banjo Kazooie and Mario 64 I think a Mm. lot of it could be learned from just watching runs. I wouldn't recommend watching like high-level runs Maybe watch someone who's like maybe like 20th place or something. Yeah, and then uh, and but Learning tricks, you'll have to find something you'll have to be taught how to do it, unless you want to try to figure out how to do it on your own for personal, like for fun, you know. But it, it's inefficient to try to learn it from watching, yeah. That's difficult.
0: Yeah. Um, I think a combination of both is a good thing to do. That's that's what I did for Mario and OT. Uh, when I learned Mario, I, le- I looked at both players that were not great at the game and i also looked at people that were great at the game like punk and i would watch both runners play and basically learn from both of them and i would try my best to learn you know not like the pro pro stuff but you know good strats and stuff and try to do good strats and if i can't do them right away which mostly is what happened then you could watch players that are like low down on the board and, and, and look at their strats and learn the easiest strats you know and go little by little. But I think I think always looking at good players play is good in general because you learn or at least you you understand by viewing them what it looks um what it looks like to be good at the game. So you'd have a general sense of what you're supposed to look like when you're playing the game. To be good. That was mm-hmm. really loud. Holy crap. Um but yeah, that's a good points. Um, alright, it's got a donation, but notification is not working right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for the donation, I appreciate it. Dang it! Dang <laughs> um, it. acceptable though. Yeah. Presence TV asks What do you think about running obscure or irrelevant games? Is it worth it if you're focused on streaming? Huh. No. <laughs> if you're focused next, on streaming. Next question. Yeah, if you're focused on <laughs> if, <laughs> Honestly, if you're focused on streaming, it's not it's not gonna. First of all, if you're focused on streaming, you're not gonna have fun in speedrunning in the first place. Like like Dick pointed out earlier, so yeah. you're probably gonna quit very quickly anyway. Um, and the answer to that question generally is yeah, no, it's not gonna work out. Yeah, if if you're if if you wanna, I mean,
2: I don't know, if if you wanna speed run an irrelevant game because you really care about getting world record, I I think that's not a great mindset to just like. I'm gonna speedrun this because nobody else has ever speedrun it. I'll get a free world record. Like, I don't know about that one. And not, also it, like... No one would
0: even care anyway, so you're not even doing yeah. yourself a favor. Exactly.
1: You're like, yeah. what game is that? I've never heard of that game. Oh cool, man. No. Yeah.
0: So Sweet. Uh, um yeah, but if you if you like if you just happen to like a really obscure game and that was a game that you played growing up or whatever, and you want to speedrun it, of course, go right ahead. If you want if you're gonna have tons of fun with it, that's perfect. <clears throat> I it's see someone time. in the chat. Someone said PJ pretty much only
2: runs obscure games and he averages like 500 Mm -hmm. viewers. PJ didn't always only run obscure games, and it's it, I, I I've seen him run really really popular NES titles a lot when he when he was like in his earlier days. Right. He's also extremely entertaining.
0: Yeah, and he's uh, probably doing
2: this for years and years, so you have to. Yeah, he's, his, he's he's a very he's been streaming forever, and he's at yeah. every GDQ. He's like a huge part of it. Right. Everybody knows GDQ too, and, and yeah, it's, it's his entertainment factor. Once you already have built like a foundation of like you're a big streamer, you get like, and people love do to watch you. You can do whatever and and, do whatever you want. PG is definitely entertaining. That's a huge, getting into streaming is a whole nother topic and being entertaining is the number. I think that's just, you gotta say that's really, really important. Yeah.
0: I find it hard to watch people get really negative. I find it hard to watch people who get really negative while they're doing runs. How do you keep yourself from getting to that point?
1: (laughs) I think it has to do with expectations like if you go into a stream expecting like for example when we were talking about let's say you practice something new um going into it in a run you're like oh i practiced this and you're like expecting you know like usually when i practice something i'm expecting that i'll fail it a couple times and if i fail it a couple times I'm not, it's not a big deal but i used to practice something and be like okay i practiced this i better not mess it up and when you mess it up you know it just kind of gets you in a negative mood sometimes like especially when you're so dedicated and you're doing hours a day you're like mm-hmm. if you hit walls or you can't get something right it's hard to depending on your expectations
2: yeah i think it was a good question to ask uh cheese i i know for sure used to get way more negative than he does <laughs> now so cheese is familiar with that and same with me like I've yeah seen you I've seen Lately, made, made I've made been, get, I've streamed. been getting. It happens, like oh. uh, it. I, that's that's why it's like I don't know if I I can really answer this, like honestly, because I I feel like sometimes I am one of those streamers that mm-hmm. gets super negative. But I, I think you mean in the extreme sense, like streamers who are like constantly only ever negative, like all the time, like getting mad. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, it's hard to say. That you can always stay away from that mindset i think that all three of us can say that it's like even at this point there's not going to be a time where we're going to we're ever going to get away from like maybe 20 minutes or half an hour
0: where we're really like not in a good mood right. on stream yeah because that's, we lost
2: a good run or something
0: that's what i was gonna say i mean my gut answer my gut feeling like immediately wanted me to answer uh no right away because it, it honestly feels like it, it almost like you can't keep yourself from getting to that point Um, because it's uh, people who people who put in the, the time that like all three of us basically the time and effort that we put into our games and practice and when things are not just going your way, and and, and, the, and the difficulty that comes with where you've gotten, like it gets harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it never get. It,
2: it, it will never get easier because your time keeps getting better. It's literally right. only going to get harder and harder and harder. So if you're watching a lot of top runners getting negative, you have to understand that it's like, avoiding the mindset is. Is not really possible. I don't think. I think recovering from it better is something that we're
0: all that, learn that's from. the that's the important part. Is um, the better question is how do you think you can recover, or limit the amount of negativity negativity that you you put out there. I got mine too.
1: <laughs> you little, little boy cup.
0: <laughs> uh, that's my boss, All right, it's about it's about limiting the neg the uh, the the level of negativity that you mm-hmm. that you feel uh, because to avoid it completely, I think it's just it's impossible because you have to understand the amount of effort that we put into this stuff and uh, your emotions as a human being, you can't help but to feel annoyed and angry a lot mm-hmm. sometimes. Some people are better than others in controlling it. Um, And that's just how it works. It's just it's just a very, very difficult matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: it's really hard because, you know, like, as as like, I think it'd be really hard if I didn't have, like, you know, a fan base and, and a viewership. If you, you you sit there and you're like salty and pissed off and you can't even like respond to anyone in chat because you like don't you don't want to, like they're all just being dicks You just like you just like I don't want to talk to chat. I don't want to say anything And I like start another run like so mad. It's like it's not gonna get anywhere. Yeah like,
0: You got to take your breaks. Yes like, That has happened yeah. so much to me where I start runs and I'm mad um but i i could i could actually say that i've learned so much now that i know when and when not to do runs so when to start runs i know if i am mad i know how to control myself way better now yeah you you don't want to you don't want to be a big whiny bitch in front of your stream yeah you have to you have to um know when to relax take breaks
1: yeah i think taking breaks that's like whenever i would like if you can recognize it that's good because once you recognize it you're like okay if I have this negative energy and I'm like kind of feeling negative, if I start a run, the chances are it won't be that good. But honestly, taking like a five minute break, like I would just walk around my house, maybe grab something to eat, you know, walk around, jumping jacks, get the yeah. blood flowing a little bit, sometimes you know. Sometimes
2: I literally, sometimes I literally leave my house and walk really? up and down my street. Yeah, like, dude, get some fresh I, I, air. Sometimes it it it, and it can be five minutes, but if you're in a like sometimes you're just such a bad mood. Sometimes I need like a really long time before i i get over it so I, I like i just have to be like guys i'm taking a break and i'll like leave my stream for 10 minutes it's like you just got to
0: do what you got to do yeah i do that yeah. i mean yeah i should do more often i do it like every three hours i should do it more often i think I should, every hour you should take five minutes to just walk around talk to somebody in the house a bit and just get it off your mind it's kind of like a reset thing you have to like recharge you know because after doing it for years it's like you know exactly what mindset you're gonna go in Every time you have to
1: reset in real life every once in a while.
0: Yeah. So like when you're mad and you're not, you're not doing well, you need to take like a five minutes and think to yourself, you know, okay, time to restart again. Let's get the mindset we had when we started the stream in the beginning.
2: Honestly, I'm like even glad we're just like answered a question about that because it's like making me think it's like, you know, cheese knows I have a, I have a problem with that or I I currently Mm -hmm. do because of Mm -hmm. it's when you're deep into the grind and you know, you're on fire. That that's when it becomes the worst, I think. I think right. we can all agree on that. Definitely. So like, definitely talking about this and reiterating it in my mind is, is really helpful
0: for me. Even.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like a very common thing. You see it all the time.
0: Okay. Um, Questions. I have that's... a
1: question. Well, you I don't have a question, but... Isaac A says, why do people prefer to play on CRT? What advantage does it have over a regular TV? Uh, depending on the TV, some LCD screens... Don't have a delay, but for the most part, like I before I played on a CRT, I played on LCD, and that I didn't actually notice the delay that much because I played on emulator, and I guess emulator might have a bit of delay. I didn't really feel like there was much, but when you go from LCD to CRT, it's like it feels like the game knows what you want to do, like it moves yeah. right at your fingertips.
2: So you went you went from emulator to LCD. Yeah. And then CRT. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. You see, emulator emulator to LCD. I think. LCD in terms of input delay would be worse than emulator. Yeah, yeah I it think was. it was, but it was I also
1: changed controller from Xbox to N64, so I was like, oh, maybe this is just how it feels.
2: But Oh, man, when I went from emulator to CRT for the first time, it's just way different for me. Like, If you're speedrunning a game that's like really movement-intensive and constantly moving, like Banjo-Kazooie and Super Mario 64, we have a really common... Uh, the the g- type of game we play and the type of speed run it is. I, I kind of mm. categorize speedruns into two different sections, Ooh. at least like, at least like two two main sections of speedruns that I think yeah. about is like movement based, fast paced speed runs and glitch playgrounds. And like I think that Banjo Kazooie and Super Mario sixty four are both movement fast paced speed runs. So Definitely. if you're trying to speedrun an old school game on an HD TV. And you're like speedrunning is just like you're always trying to do frame perfect stuff. And if you're mm-hmm. like, you're trying to be frame perfect on everything you do, you want to be, the, you want to do things as fast as you can to the frame. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be able to do that on an HDTV at a high level. It's, it's, it's well, you, you might be able to learn how to deal with the delay, but it's so not worth it. You're giving yeah. yourself a huge, unnecessary handicap right and explain, don't CRT. explaining
0: this stuff to my family is like the hardest thing in the world yeah. <laughs> though that's why do you have to use this big fat tv for and just like <laughs> i can't tell you why because you're not going to understand <laughs> um zell, don't get it man Zelly zell made a really good point here and i was going to mention it but i thought it might have been it might have been kind of obscure People might not have agreed on understood what i said um, but it says, it's just like sports. You don't expect athletes to be happy after losing a game. They get salty because oh, they yeah. didn't conform to their liking. Yeah, it's a, it's the same it's idea sad. when we were talking about not getting negative and high-level speed running because I was going to relate it to sports because I think Zalizal is, is perfectly right. Um, you know, I think if Usain Bolt loses a race to somebody he shouldn't have lost to, he would be totally be defeated and negative about it. You know, it's the same idea because when you practice so much for something and you expect to perform a certain way and then you don't, you can't help it but to feel negative. It's very, very hard to not feel that way. But um, yeah. I think you guys understand what we, um, that point more or less. Um, if, you, if you're like, yeah, it's like being a top
2: athlete. If, I, I'm sure it relates to being a top athlete. Right. Esports, sports, speed running. There's
0: definitely right. some overlap. Exactly. Just
2: becoming the best at something.
1: Like there's yeah. that right. universal
0: there's an interesting question here. Tater Z asks, um, do you think there is any shame in copying someone's route or learning from it and analyzing it to be better? If if you do, do you think you should credit the person you who you learned from? Well, the thing about speedrunning is that um, routes are routes because they're f- the fastest route. So if there's a route that is the fastest route, everyone is going to run that route because, y- you know, you're trying to beat the game as fast as you can. So it's a community understanding, basically, mm-hmm. that everyone would do the same route, or not not everyone, but um, all top runners would do the same fastest route because, I mean, it only makes sense, right? So no, it's not. There's no. There's no shame at all. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: I I had that question recently too. I thought it was strange. Like, I thought it was strange I, I, too, I, but
0: it's understandable.
2: It's totally mm-hmm. something you should think about, and it's not something you know. Like getting into speedrunning and and coming into the speedrunning scene, I, it's it's definitely a surprising thing when you see that everybody's doing the exact same route through the game, and mm-hmm. nobody's like, "Oh, this route's faster." I'm doing I'm doing this route, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I am like he thinks his route's faster, but I think no, they time this stuff.
0: <laughs> they everybody knows which is yeah. the
2: exact fastest route,
0: right? Everyone times it Depending for yeah. This,
2: everybody does it,
0: right? <laughs> Um do you think you should credit the person you learn you learn from if you want to but i it's mean nice they are, shout outs. Yeah. they're not they're not going to care outs. at the end of the day because we already like they've already talked about it like in secretly in discord or whatever for a very long time um everyone mm-hmm. is already a, it's already established um yeah yeah
1: i think that's part of how you bring a community together not only in route but people come up with ideas like i personally me and cheese have come up with some things in the Mario community. And it's not like we come up with it and we don't tell anybody or you come up with a small change and you don't it's tell anybody. Rare You're, like,
0: to any. see. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think it's pretty, I think that's how I would assume that's how it is. Like I know for OT definitely they love to, they make like all the, yeah, like you'll see Twitter videos of a comparison or mm-hmm. I just meant it's movement. so rare
2: that someone will like not want to say what they do. Like, yeah. I, I think there's cases of it. Like I, 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 st- I remember something. I can't remember specifically what it was a case of someone like not wanting to reveal stuff that they were doing and learning and finding,
0: mm-hmm. but it's
2: so rare. Like everybody's just like, Oh my God, I found this new time save. I have to tell everyone right now. Yeah. It's like that mentality. It's not like I'm, I'm not going to tell anyone and just use this and not mention it and hope nobody notices. Mm-hmm everybody wants to help each other which is cool
0: he, how do you handle runs when you're very nervous oh god what oh god what a question, oh god, what a question. <laughs> I could talk about this for hours oh man um well what what i the first thing that comes to my mind is that i think the art i think it's a whole art by itself first of all the idea of learning how to handle runs when you're nervous and handle PB pace runs. That gets better and better the more experience you have in speedrunning. Yeah. You, you learn how to handle the stress more and more as you speedrun. I,
2: I don't think there's like a good advice. I think you just have to get used to it. I don't know. It's all experience.
0: You just have to experience it yourself and know what it feels like. And you have to feel that heart racing and that yeah. that, that energy to be able to uh, to learn from it.
2: It kind of goes back to what we were saying before on, you know, you, you have to practice something to get it down uh, like a hundred percent consistent. And then you have to do it in a run because mm-hmm. let's say you have something 100% consistent, not in a run. and And it's at the end of the game and you're like on a pace that's like so absurdly good. And you're like, you didn't ever think you're going to be so nervous. Like let's you, you're going to have to practice that. You need to make sure that that's 200% good because mm-hmm. you'll lose a hundred percent. As soon as you get into the ner- nerves, as soon as you get into the run. Right. So it, to get just like, if you want, the only advice I can give on nerves at the end of a speed run to try and, and like not choking is just, practice like more (laughs) like because you know it's the nerves are gonna are gonna screw it so mm -hmm. much that you're gonna have to have you're gonna have to just be able to do it even though your brain isn't working
1: yeah i used to like i used to be so if i was nervous and i was doing bits like bits is at the end of mario 64 that was a stage that i didn't very didn't practice very much so like i already wasn't that good at it and when i'm going in there nervous i'm like oh man i'm not very good at this stage so We'll see what happens, and then you're even more shaky. But I actually, for the, for the like, it took me a while. I don't know why it took me so long, but I know cheese practices the hell out of bits. But I started putting time into bits because I'd watch <laughs> cheese, and he'd get a really fast cycle, and I'd be like, how are you going that fast? Right. And I, I just that. grinded it. Dude, yeah, I was so confused. I, it, it didn't make any sense, and I just started grinding at it. And then as you grind something, you kind of find the little intricacies that you can't even see.
0: I remember yeah. you practiced that you know it got a lot dance. better yeah uh and like yeah uh-huh, go ahead. i
1: think i think during downtime like uh banjo kazooie when you get a jiggy he does like a dance or i guess when you leave a stage or like the movement like the openings and time where you don't have to focus that hard i think at least for me it breathe. helps to <laughs> yeah yeah breathe dude as cliche as it sounds you just just forget <laughs> about everything forget about oh i'm on pb pace all yeah. this stuff just be like
2: luckily one of the one of the longest downtime sections in banjo kazooie uh is like it's super short but you like it's at the end of the game when you, you you there's like an eagle and you have to feed it caterpillars in in autumn and and you have to give them 10 caterpillars and it's just like one two and it's just like bandos like throwing these caterpillars and you're just like you're just breathing like it's just nice if you have downtime breathe that is such a good point of advice honestly
0: mm-hmm. yeah um breathing is actually a legit point it's not even a joke like for example the last world record run i have um i was basically nervous for some, i usually am not but for, the, for some reason on that run i was nervous from since like 20 minutes in all the way to the end of the run and which is like a good hour and 20 minutes of being nervous and that's hard to handle yeah and uh <laughs> it's funny because i literally had to at least, like, 20 occasions in that run alone, I had to tell myself, breathe. I had to tell myself, hey, take a deep breath. Just breathe. Relax. Feel your heartbeat. And just kind of, I don't have any more water, so I can't do it. Rip. Um, <laughs> it's 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 crazy. Like, you learn all these techniques. Well, got to get a bigger top. Yeah. You learn all these techniques from just experience. Uh, but it does take a while to get used to, for sure. Yeah, Zelizel is like,
2: that's, breathe regulating your breathing taking big deep breaths will will bring your heart rate down
0: or it'll help too <laughs> it's, it's it's so true it's a huge part of speed running but it's also i want to point out that is also a large part of the reason why i love speed running in the first place it's like that adrenaline rush that you get is a huge part of my joint speed running you feel that oh my gosh, oh, that yeah. feeling of oh i'm on PB pace that alone is the best feeling of speedrunning because oh, yeah. it makes you, you pop off. And when you, yeah. when you
2: get it or when you fail, it's like, that's the thing is like, even if you choke a run where you get that huge adrenaline rush and that pump uh-huh. and you're like, it's it's insane and you're nervous. Even if the run like dies and you choke it horribly, you like, you had that feeling. And yeah, exactly. I, I rage less when, I, when I've had that, I don't exactly. know what it is. Exactly. People, people are like, dude, I would have broken my TV. <laughs> I would have kicked a hole in the wall. You're handling this so well. And I'm like, I'm just, like, coming down from, like, a high or something. Like, I don't yeah. really
1: care. Dude, it's a literal runner's high.
0: Like, speed runners, runner's high. runner's high, yeah. Speed <laughs> runner's high. Um, Okay. Next question. Why do you do most of your practice off-stream? Oh, I just want to direct it to me personally. Um, I see punk practice the same segment for hours, and I'm sure you do the same, but is there a reason to do it off-stream? Uh, me, personally, I just... I don't like streaming practice because... When I practice, it's usually I'm focused on the game, trying mm-hmm. to get good and trying to practice. I don't want to talk. I don't want to look at chat much. You know, I want to practice and, and focus on getting good because I want to focus on on improving what I need to improve. So I don't like practicing when I'm streaming because when I'm streaming, I like to interact with chat. I don't want chat to be bored, you know. So and when So when I'm practicing, I don't want to be looking at chat all the time. So it's not a good combination. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I agree.
1: Sometimes I'll stream it. Like, if it's a warm-up, like, if I know I'm going to be doing run, and it's just stuff that I'm secure on, like, I'm not trying to learn anything. I'm just kind of reinforcing it. I'll stream yeah. it. But I definitely agree. Like, when you have a chat, you want to attend to the chat naturally. And if you're practicing and trying to attend to chat, you, you'll you be practicing a lot less. Yeah. Almost guaranteed. Your, your
2: practice will lose uh, quality. But... I think that I agree like most of my streams lately I start with practice for a little bit just like I reiterate certain things I know I'm going to want to do before a run and sometimes like if you have like a stream intro I don't know if you guys have that but when I start my stream I play an intro and like Mm -hmm. a lot of the time during that intro I'll be practicing for like 15 minutes and so and then I'll start the stream with a tiny bit of practice but yeah most of the I, every, anytime i've ever tried to stream practice i really think my pra- the, the the quality of the practice goes down
0: it does yeah, yeah. That, that's why um i don't know about punky i mean he's used to it he doesn't uh i mean when i do watch punky stream practice he doesn't really talk to chat like ever yeah so i that's why it just doesn't make i don't think it makes that much sense
1: yeah it depends on how you want to do it like if you're like okay i want to be an like every time you stream, um, like Punk A, you're right. He doesn't use mic. He doesn't use webcam, and he's not really responding to chat. I think he just wants to. He like just wants to stream it, uh, so people can see what he's up to, kind of thing. I mean, he'll type, but if that's the way you're going to do it, then I think you can practice and get some good practice. But no matter what, when there's a chat and you're live, it's yeah, a little it's different. it's
2: harder for some people than others. Like, I I don't think I would ever be able to stream and like. Or, like, click start streaming and then completely ignore chat for, like, Mm. hours to practice. Yeah, no way. Even though probably people would want to watch that. Yeah. That's just the entertainer in us. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that no one would want to watch me just practice and completely ignore them. Like, people probably
0: want that. But Mm. Um, I would find it hard to do. Okay, uh the question right after that I think is really interesting. I think you got would I think you guys would have a really good insight on it. Um as a new speedrunner, and this goes back to the main topic of the day I guess. As a new speedrunner of the day as a new speedrunner, how do you handle not being able to perform a trick? Mm. Dun, da, 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 da. So how do you handle it?
1: What do you do, man?
2: Get help. Ask someone who can. Ask someone who never fails the trick. How they mm-hmm. do it, I guess, is all I would say on that. I, I, it's, it's like I hardly, I hardly remember. I think one thing that I wish I did more when I was learning speed running is ask for help, because mm-hmm. I, I know from my perspective now, I would be, I'm so happy to give help mm-hmm. that I would, I'm as a new speedrunner, I
0: wouldn't be afraid to ask for it. Right. I was the same thing when if I started. I when I started, I never asked for help because I, I didn't know how. I didn't know it was a common thing to ask for help. I didn't I didn't know how it really worked the whole speedrunning community. Mm. Yeah,
2: and, and it's like, you know, I just remember like countless times like stuff like that where I would try to do a trick and just couldn't do it because I didn't know how to do it. I mean, first mm-hmm. of all, like, make sure you know how to do it. Like, if, yeah. if you're not getting it ever, like, and then, and you get so mad. It's so, so not necessary. <laughs> right. you ask someone, how do you do it?
0: <laughs> Um, I was going to point out something Um, right I think it also comes back to the point where you need to know oh you need to understand too that if you're a new speedrunner you shouldn't go for tricks that you know would be too difficult to do in the first place so if you try a trick out and you immediately realize okay this is way out of my league you should, you yeah. should uh, be able to tell yourself okay let's move on let's try something a bit easier you know so yeah. mm-hmm. it, it really is not that complicated. It's kind of simple. You just, you just gotta know what is smart and what is not, in terms of what you yeah, to do. Yeah, and I
2: think I think that just a little like, not like cut to counter that point, but just like a little aside is that there are people who will just find so much enjoyment and fun in trying these super, super hard tricks and, and, and stuff that they probably shouldn't start out with.
0: Mm-hmm. And you
2: know, like there's no reason that, we're not telling you you shouldn't do it. We're advising you that if you if your goal is to get a great time, the best way you can do that is to avoid doing this trick. But if you just want if your goal is to do all the tricks, then that that could be more fun for you. So right, yeah,
1: really depends on your aim. Yeah. But definitely when you're starting out, I mean it does depend on the game, but I think it's this speaks for Banjo and Mario is movement is going to save you way more time than learning this strat that saves ten yeah. seconds, <laughs> yes. twenty seconds. Like your movement is going to be the biggest. Uh, thing that you need to improve when that's you're a, starting out, that's and by movement I mean like you're not you're not clipping a wall or anything. It's like a sequence of yeah, you know, long jumps, dives, so.
0: just mechanics yeah. in general. That's yeah, a mechanic. that's a huge problem in the Mario City Four community where so many new runners, and almost every day I see them in my chat telling me, you know, hey, chief, why can't I do LBLJ? You know, I'm trying to do it. It's, it's, it's so hard. <laughs> I don't understand why you know, and they say, "Oh, geez, you know, I just got a for the first time. I've been grinding this for like hours, and uh, yeah. or other tricks like um, I don't know, um, I don't know, really, really hard tricks. Just because it's like a popular trick, they try these ones first. But you know, I and then I say, you know, LVJ is like extremely difficult. You you wouldn't even be able to do that unless you know somewhat <laughs> how the mechanics work in Mario. So it's like." You gotta know what you gotta, you know, what priorities yeah. you should set first to actually get good in the first place.
2: But I like, even just for myself, I know when I was like, I was saying I was gonna learn Super Mario 64 120 star, I really wanted to learn to speedrun it. But then I, now I'm sort of like really focused on banjo. You, you, you get like yeah. whatever your goals are. But when I was like starting to learn Super Mario 64 120 star, I just like, wanted to do lblj for fun and so like i spent like a whole bunch of hours like that i could have been using to learn the game learning Mm. lblj but i don't regret it because i got lblj and i had a good time so it it depends on your goals it depends on your aim like it it was it's not it obviously wasn't the best thing to do for getting good at speed running the game but it was fun so definitely doesn't hurt
1: but it just it can just be boring it
2: definitely does hurt I could have learned like three levels in that time. And I just learned all this. It's true. <laughs> but it, it, like it's fun though. Mm-hmm. So you know, just have you want to do whatever's fun.
1: You gotta follow your heart, man. Your heart never lies. Mm-hmm. If I've <laughs> learned anything.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> all right, do you guys see any, question? any I questions? I guess I guess we Let's could check. take
2: um we would take a few more
0: questions and that be
2: Oh, I have a, a cool idea for you guys.
0: Hit me with um, it. Baby.
2: Talk make, to me, baby. Make a Two Dads podcast Discord so that when it comes to the Q&A time, you spam the link in the chat. Everybody can go in there and post their questions. That's exactly yeah. what we said right before they we... They we... go up off the chat.
0: That's, yeah. that's, that's exactly what we, we started talking about right before we started streaming. Yeah, we talked about
2: yeah. making I, a Discord. Type one if you would join the Two Dads One Cup Discord. Right. I think it's a really good idea. Two and a half dads.
1: Okay, definitely for next next week, we'll definitely have a Discord set up so that we'll have a good place for questions and like it'll be a little more organized. Because you know, we're we're just starting, we're getting into this podcast world, but uh, yeah, we're making moves. I know people want. I
2: should have said that all the questions are gone now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta... people
1: also want uh, MP like an MP3 version so that you can watch, listen to it on iTunes or uh, SoundCloud. Apparently, people also do that, and we'll definitely be mm-hmm. uh, moving, yeah. like, these episodes to that. But it's a work in progress.
2: Yeah, I definitely already know someone who would definitely 100% get this on their i iTunes or whatever.
1: Ooh. What's their name? Do they have a beard?
2: Their name is Star Everlasting. Oh, <laughs> Star. I know Star, of course.
1: Dude, Star is great. I can't um, believe Star,
2: they, star they, is yours. She, right? she listens to podcasts constantly, and she was like, if Simply and Cheese have a podcast, I will listen to it, like, all the time.
0: That's pretty cool. I love she podcasts
2: as well. She doesn't want to open up the VOD though, you know. Like so if there is
0: just an audio yeah. version, she'd like that.
1: Well, like if you're in the car or something, you don't you don't got time for that. You don't got data for that, you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I do see one more question that's pretty interesting. Uh, Duchess asks, "Do other run do other runners motivate you to do better when you see them do good? Is yes. there like a is there like a competitive thing that motivates the top runners? What's that? Just their what?" Okay. Is there a good competitor thing that motivates the top runners? Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Um, (laughs) Do other runners motivate you to do better when you see them do good? Yeah. I I, I think it's really cool. It's kind (laughs) of (laughs) neat. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's a question that that requires a simple answer. And yeah, I think the answer is yes. Yeah, just like especially if someone beats your time like <laughs>
2: that you think you can beat their time yes yes that's just like you just it's so good it's such a good motivation right uh if you have someone who's like your direct competition i have that in agonator 100 um and also i i have incredible motivation to keep speed running banjo because i have Hard, like really hard goal of beating Stivity Bobo's world record, which like I'm second place. I'm the closest to doing that, and I'm still so far. But it's like it's there. And then at the mm-hmm. same time, Hagenator was. You guys don't even understand. Yesterday was so unbelievable. <laughs> for fifty hours, he had four runs that were on pace to beat me, like going into the last level,
0: and he, he was lost it, like literally frame, like literally I, the Grunty fight. Like he lost was, all of them in the Grunty fight.
2: Look at this. Okay, I'm getting the clip. It's so funny. We gotta show this.
0: I just posted in chat, I guess.
2: Yeah. Maybe I can put it on. Can you screen share with me instead of having my face cam, and then I can put my screen? Sure. Give it a shot.
1: Let's see what happens.
2: Okay, clips.
1: Anything's possible.
2: This is this is the most ridiculous. Top 24 hours. Okay. Oh God. Look at this. Has it's that ever happened to you? It's because he streamed for fifteen hours. Okay, here it is. <laughs> Pardon? Have I ever died on Grunty fight on a PB pace run?
1: In that kind of scenario, be? where it's like last second, is that where you would die? Like, is that a pretty I, common death? I don't death? think
2: I've I don't think I've ever died on the Ginginator personally. But okay, I have a full screen now on my monitor. Let me see if I can turn on screen share. Uh, screen two. Okay, share. Do you guys see that?
0: Alright, yes. just center it more. Center the actual video more. Actually, you know uh, what? That's
2: It's full screen. Yeah, that's good enough. Okay. So here's a... It won't have sound, but...
1: We can imagine like, the sound. You get the
2: idea. Ah! Here, look at this. So my PB is 205.51. Like, stuff like this is so fun about speedrunning. Like, the most pumped up stuff. I, I was like, fr- like... Like, I'm watching this live, so... <laughs> It's just the most intense feeling. I'm like, he's gonna beat my time. I'm gonna move down to third place. This was yesterday, and he's getting hit. He's getting it bopped. His camera's all terrible. He's he <laughs> can't see anything. He can't. He's got two health. He misses all these egg shots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> his face. Two o five
2: forty eight. Two o five forty nine. Two o five fifty. And that's my PB.
0: No, like man, that's how man. close it was. Like it's it's insane. Wait, Lips. so if he got that last egg shot, the run would have been done. He would have finished. He would have bopped me. I would be second place oh, right now. Oh my right Lord. Right that, now. That's I'd be crazy. second place.
2: And it, like it's, it wasn't, he shot the last egg. It went, it did the animation and the egg didn't come out before he got hit by the fireball. It was frames away from me being second place. That's so crazy. that kind of thing. it's like, it's so exciting. That's why speedrunning is so cool. That's awesome. how that you should get into speedrunning. Because, like, <laughs> oh man. And then he PB'd later, like seven hours later he
0: PB'd. Wow. <laughs> be beaten,
1: though. Dude, he persisted. That's the that's the lesson right there. You just gotta keep going. He's really just off the shoulder, dude. If you can get a run, you know you can do it again. That's one lesson that I think is important. Yeah.
0: All right, well, um if nobody has any more questions, I think uh I think uh, I think we're good to go.
1: Yeah. Dick is Khan. It's Thank been an you. absolute pleasure having you on the Two Dads podcast, yeah. Two Dads One Show.
2: Yep, it's been a pleasure being here.
1: You've I offered everyone. us some incredible insight into the world of speedrunning. Yeah. And Banjo
2: Kazooie, um, of course. Yes. Of
1: course. Wish and, we could have talked about Banjo Tooie and Donkey Kong. Maybe that's yeah. for another time. Do you mind right. if
2: I plug my plug my shiz? Plug it,
1: dude. Plug me up right now.
2: All right. I stream Banjo Kazooie Banjo Tooie 100% speedruns on Twitch.tv slash DickisCon. Spelt just like it is below me right now. Twitter DickisCon. I have a Discord. Dickscord.gg slash Dickscord.
0: Uh,
2: that's it. That's the plugs. That's all. Thank
0: you for the plug. Thank
2: you for the time. <laughs> You're welcome for the plug. <laughs> all right.
0: Um, yeah, I hope chat learns. A lot of stuff. I hope uh, you all learned a lot today. I hope you all learned a lot today on today's class. (laughs) Hope you guys took a lot of notes. You guys got to study for the test coming up next week. Next
1: Monday. Next Monday
0: is an exam. All right. um, All right, guys. Thank you for being part of the show. I really appreciate it. uh, Always a pleasure. Do we have any insights for the next show? Um, uh, next
1: show <laughs> next week we'll have Mr. Llama SC Diablo right. Two Speedrunner Extraordinaire, so be looking forward to that. And we'll get the Discord going. That'll be announced on either Cheese or my Twitch Discord, so you guys should hear about that if you're in that realm.
0: Right. Also, and- the um, we're gonna be we're gonna be starting up the Two Dads Podcast Discord itself, um. So we'll keep you guys posted on that as well. All right. Yay. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. And, I hope uh, you had. We love you, Anting.
1: Love you. Bye. 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 Have a good day. Have a good week. Love. It's Monday. You gotta start, Monday. Monday. You gotta start strong.
2: Happy Family Day if you're Canadian. Canadian? Yay. <laughs> what, hey. is Canadian Family Day or... It's a holiday today. It's called Family Day. Oh wow! So, That's that so Canada. That's so Canada. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I'm spending it with my 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 streamer family, simply and my my two dads, my family. Happy right, Family
1: guys.
0: Day! <laughs> All right. See y'all later. Thanks for watching. Bye bye.